0: a Dribble Podcast. My name is David Cowlashaw and I'm joined by Tony Lloyd.
1: Hello Dave. Happy 1st of December.
0: Yes, uh, holiday greetings to you Tony. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Uh, yes, uh, Stoke City 1, Blackburn Rovers 2, bad times are here again. We've been tricked, we've been tricked once again Tony into having a little bit of optimism and then that's been quite thoroughly dashed by two defeats in a week, away at Cardiff and at home to Blackburn Rovers. Um, mm. One of the grimmest first halves of football in... you know, We've had some grim halves of football this season. <laughs> that first half was particularly atrocious. Uh, second half, we throw everything at it, which apparently means Jufe comes on. Um <laughs> And we, we get probably a deserved equaliser, I'd say, on the balance of play. But then, uh, you know, stochitis sets in once again and we let them score a winner. Uh, what did you make of the game beyond it being, you know, bad?
1: Yeah, it was a classic of its genre, wasn't it? It was, um, well, we started slow and then looked sort of rubbish for quite a long time. And then we had a spell where we looked, I don't know, there's a... We need to think of a name for it where there's a Michael O'Neill kind of thing, where, which we did a lot against Barnsley, where everyone just sort of bombards towards the goal a bit for a few minutes. And it seems to be working that we score occasionally while we're doing that. Um, but it only seems to work for up to five or ten minutes now, whereas against Barnsley we did it for probably an hour I think it's it's called panic.
0: I think it's called panic when we do that. It's like, oh shit, we're losing. Let's try and just knock it forward and hope we're semi competent and can create a chance from it. Uh, We've done it under Rowett and uh, Jones as well, so I don't think it's a particularly O'Neill thing, but it's nice that he's following in their footsteps,
1: I suppose. (laughs) I just think there seems to be a more directly attacking thing that we've done under O'Neill that it's, it seems slightly different but I don't I, slightly I don't know more to, route I think, one I think. Uh, it may be particularly when Juve comes on it it is but at the same it's, well it's direct it's not route one so much it's just direct because he, he he's taken off his oh god what did he say He he's stopped thinking his defending things and he's gone back to thinking his attacking things and he just sort of gets the ball and either just kicks it sort of towards the goal and then runs or he just runs and then gets near the goal but it, his his directness is definitely good mm. um but yeah other than other than that we were shit again um, yes but we did enjoy a two game new manager bounce which i think might be a record
0: yeah i mean it's an improvement on the previous two managers zero game bounce mm. um <laughs> so yeah that's that's one thing uh the first kind of Proper criticisms of Michael O'Neill have, have come in, in the wake of uh, these two defeats, uh, particularly with regards to team sheet. Um, mm. I
1: mean, I can't stri- think which striker you mean.
0: Uh, well, I wasn't even thinking of the striker, but we can we can start <laughs> we can start there if you want. Uh, Sam Vokes is absolutely useless. He is a terrible, <laughs> terrible footballer. Uh, he might be a good finisher, but it's a shame that he can't run. Because usually, to in order to get the chances to finish, you need to be able to move about a bit. And uh, he seems incapable of doing that. He is he is a useless target man. And <laughs> me and my dad had, were just having wistful <coughs> conversations about Mamadi Sadibi as we watched him lumber after uh, various long balls. Uh, did, he,
1: did he lumber after them or did he just stand completely still?
0: I, I, it's impossible to tell if he's trying or not. He, he might only be able of physically jumping one inch, in which case, yeah, you know, I feel <laughs> slightly sorry for him. But the yeah, so yeah, there's, there's Sam Vokes who's you know the best part of what was he nine million quid or something?
1: Oh fucking and, hell! I know, yeah, and I think and he it, was, wasn't he?
0: And you think that's bad? It gets so much worse. Um, you know, uh, the creative outlet, quote unquote, ten million pound Tom Ince Audible cheers when the um, fourth official got the numbers wrong um, on the on the substitutes board. He really held up eleven, and we were like, "He's taking McLean off. Why is he taking McLean off? That seems a bit strange." And then the almighty cheer when it was it turned out that Jufe was coming on for Ints instead. That t- tells its own story. When the Stoke crowd loves James McLean significantly more than you, it's a sign perhaps things aren't going. As swimmingly as you would like, because some of our fans have some opinions on James McLean. We'll put it that way, but yeah, Tom Ince, he's just not good. I mean, the, like the, mm. he will score in one in one in ten games, he'll score a really good goal from the edge of the area or something. That's it. Not, that's his. That, that's yeah. his. That's his stats. That's his career in a nutshell. And also being Paul Ince's son, I. I there's there's a few really shit players and there's a few players I really don't like in this team but Tom Ince is king shit at the moment I fucking
1: <laughs> okay, no. hell do you not have a tiny bit of sympathy for him just no. on the basis that he's Paul Ince's son
0: Uh I suppose sins of the father and all
1: that um, but o- otherwise I, I not, agree entirely not really uh, but,
0: uh, all sympathy I have for these kind of players are just kind of negated by the fact I remember he's probably on 40 grand a week so I'm like <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Hope you get
0: taxed after December the twelfth.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Maybe we should get onto that at some point. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no. He, 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 I thought I was feeling really charitable because I don't know. Because you, I I mean, fuck knows why. Yeah, Um, but there was five minutes in the first half where he ran up and down quite a lot, and I was like, oh, he's like chasing people around, and it felt like he was. Making an effort?
0: he does. But he does this, he, he he chases lost causes to make himself look better. Sorry. Yeah,
1: and the couple of times he got the ball in that spell, he did fuck mm, all.
0: Yeah, hopeless on the ball. And I, th- I think he chases lost causes to make himself lo- look better. And not only that, but he, whenever the quote-unquote right-back we had on the pitch had the ball, he'd just do the d- disappearing act behind the nearest Blackburn player. And he said, what does £10 million get you these days? Um, and there was a moment in the first half as well where Bradley Dack played a first-time ball over the top to their striker, put him, putting him pretty close to throw on goal. And I thought, how have we spent all this money and yet there's no Stoke player capable of doing that? Bradley Dack was like under a million quid, I'm sure. And I think most championship teams have a, maybe not as good a player as Dak, but a Dak equivalent, you know, a creative Player in their team, um, we don't we don't have any of those. We've got some like midfielders and some lumbering forwards, but we've got no in-between point like some kind of number ten. I, I, you know, I can't think of any recent examples we've had, but you know, a, a nice linking player like that is sorely needed. And he, and it gets worse uh, when you look at the defense and the horrific lack of backs. how have we got in a position where 37 year old Stephen Ward is starting multiple games in a week uh, mm. where our right back is an on loan centre half who doesn't know our stadium name um, <laughs> Tommy you like you just it's it just it's really awful just I, I looked I, I looked up at the scoreboard at one point yesterday and I just read the team to myself and it was like, is this the worst Stoke squad in 20 years? It's <laughs> abysmally garbage for the money spent on it. I am at a utter loss as to how bad we are. These aren't even good teams that are taking the piss. Blackburn didn't have to get out of second gear yesterday, and they are not one of the best teams in the championship. They've got a couple of decent players, don't get me
1: wrong, but come on. No, they they did. They got out of second gear once, which was when we scored the equaliser. and We're like, oh, we'd best have a bit of a go then, and immediately did, and won. Um, but yeah, we're we're a, a bad team made off of bad players that cost more than any other team of any players in the whole league. Uh, the only thing I disagree with is I quite like Ward, and he's thirty-four. Oh, is he? Um, um. But yeah, I, it wasn't his best game for us. But I think, I mean, Carter Vickers on the right is just—it's just a really odd thing to do. Like I know we've done mm. it once, but it's like there's, it, I can't make any sense of it. We're a really slow team. Like that is one of our core values: is to be slower than every other team in the league. So then you put a slightly clumsy-looking centre half, uh right back, sort of right wing, sort of just slows it down even more and then he's linking up with Ince who I think we've pretty much covered and it just it just it hurts us so much and that that, that's made to look even worse by the fact that the other side you've got well yesterday you had Ward, Klukas and McLean who are all just about competent and sort of overlapping but then because Klukas kept drifting out there a bit they're all sort of standing on each other's toes and just none of them did any good crossing really, and when they did do some crossing, there wasn't anybody there. Um, but yeah, the the team, the players particularly are shit. Um, as a team, they are less than the sum of their parts. Um, it's weird, though, that these are the same players who at the start of the season were managing to snatch defeats from really good performances. Um,
0: yeah, but I know what you mean. We, it's just a... Con- <sighs> I, 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 you can talk, we can talk ourselves in circles, <laughs> and we can uh, just get more and more wound up about the quality of the squad. But I was—I had this slight—I had this slight feeling. Maybe it was a Christmassy feeling at, <laughs> uh, at the game. Of are there going to be skulls out? Chance now, because I am more and more convinced that he is to blame or should shoulder the majority of the blame for our current mess. And that's not to be uh, churlish and just, I, there has to be a scapegoat. But when we are now on our third manager or, you know, fifth manager since this uh, shambolic decline started, then you have to kind of uh, look, at the, look at the man at the top. And I don't think that man is Peter Coates because I think... Peter Coates's day-to-day involvement in operation is not the same as the CEO's. I think Peter Coates has invested money. Um, Peter Coates hasn't signed these horrific players. Um, Peter Coates isn't in charge of recruitment. Tony Scholes should shoulder the ultimate responsibility for this recruitment, regardless of whether it was Mark Cartwright as a technical director or anyone else uh, suggesting these, these signings. The, clearly due diligence was not done pretty much from in Bula down to, you know, the 10, pe- 10 people Nathan Jones signed. Like, if, if there is something in your business that is proving not to work time after time after time, and yet, despite the more money being thrown at it, it's got progressively worse, then that is a reflection on you as a CEO. That, and that's just the transfers aspect never mind how just bad we are off the pitch we're getting slightly better at kind of media and PR but we're so so bad at logistics and you know being open with the fans in terms of ticketing how how we organise the match day so many off the pitch things we could talk about uh-huh. yes free away travel was nice that smacks of coats more than skulls to be perfectly <laughs> honest Um. Mm. so I wonder when those skulls out 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 chants are going to come maybe I'm horrifically wrong maybe every bad signing was out of Skulls' hands maybe uh, the recruitment has nothing to do with him at all but again we don't really know we don't really get that sense uh, do we of transparency about things that are going Mm. wrong because I feel like if they were transparent we'd find out a hell of a lot were Worse things that would annoy us even more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you just you reread that athletic article that we mentioned on last week's episode, and you you kind of wonder at what point it stops. Does it take another relegation for this to stop, or do do does this get even worse because? you know, this expensive squad in League One that we can't sell, uh, how bad does it have to get before before the people in charge of the club accept responsibility? Because it doesn't seem to be happening.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know how, like, Skulls reports in two directions, obviously, like, I don't know, is is he in fact doing a really good job as far as the people above him are concerned because he's doing exactly what they told him to? Or is he being more managed from below by the managers where when we had Pulis, we had a, a very good record of buying dickheads and then they turned out all right. Your penance, your fuller even when he came. Mm. And have we got giddy on that? And then uh, after Pulis has gone, we've continued trying to do the same thing, but we haven't got a manager who can handle those... Dickheads, okay. you know what I mean? Um,
0: yeah, I would say that's an interesting take. I would say, though, that um, that needs to be a factor in the recruitment process as well. Mm. Tony Pu- Tony Pulis, <coughs> uh, first of all, I think Tony Pulis had massive say, particularly in the early days, of how which players he wanted to get. Mm. People he'd already worked with, for example, people he'd, he'd had at former clubs. Um, mm. So Pulis had a massive say in terms of transfers at... Then I think he gradually got less of a say, and then uh, you know uh, that was partly the reason why I left. He was he was, had less power within the club, but that should be a factor in the re- recruit, recruitment process. Sorry, mm. because find sign troublesome characters if you know you've got a manager in the in place who can deal with troublesome characters. Exactly. And Tony Pulis is the probably the best at that in football. Mm. We can't and the, and there's a difference between taking a risk on I don't know Jermaine Pennant for a couple million quid under Tony Pulis then Embuller for 20 million <laughs> under Mark Hughes who seems to have let a lot of players walk all over oh, him and yeah. undo that attitude within the dressing room and we we're, we're still feeling the knock-on effects of this attitude problem um because we ha- we have a squad that is either demotivated can't be asked, or just so nervous and terrified of trying anything that it hampers their performance.
1: And when we signed Berahino from mm. who Pulis had washed his hands of and said, "There's no way I'm getting anything out of this kid." Like, are we trying to prove something, or are we just idiots? But we, yeah, we sort of went from dogs' home to literally just a house full of dogs and nobody looking after them, and then just shitting everywhere, <laughs> which is where we are now. Um, The Sunderland documentary, you watch it and you think, like, it's been a while. So many parallels. I I, I was watching that and thinking, they seem like quite a well run club in some ways. (laughs) When you compare them to (laughs) us and you just think, oh, fuck. Uh, So, yeah, there's no reason for us not to continue going down indefinitely apart from the players have something about them. Some of them are all right at football, they're just not showing it at the minute. And we've got another new manager who is. Well thought of, and he's well. He's got his first full week with him, hasn't he? This this week coming up, so, so good. fingers crossed he will kick them all really hard in the nuts.
0: Yeah, and that's he's probably the main reason uh, that we'll stay up. If we do stay up, it will be because Michael O'Neill has uh, taught us how to get our shit housing mojo back and grind out enough results to just sneak over the line. Mm. However, I do feel like the the tide is against us now. The momentum is just dragging us down. We've had brief, you know, brief highs of uh, actually, actually, we've got an all right team here. Actually, we'll be fine. (laughs) But we can't, we're we're losing too many games. We've lost, obviously, we haven't lost too many games already because that's, you know, statistically crap. (laughs) But... What I mean by that is we're leaving ourselves with every passing week more and more of a mountain to climb. Mm. And I don't think this squad is set up for climbing a mountain. This squad is set up for uh, tobogganing (laughs) at 100 miles an hour straight into, I I looked at the League One table yesterday, fucking Fleetwood. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Are they not going to come up? Or we miss them on the way? Oh God! Uh, imagine
0: Fleetwood below uh, in, in the league above us. What is that? <laughs> uh, quite. Uh, so we got some questions in on the social medias. Um, why are we persisting with Butland week in week out? Pathetic waste of time, asks Stokie J. Uh,
1: I don't remember him doing anything wrong. Last well, not yesterday, yesterday? but,
0: but <laughs> just most games this season, you kind well, of Well, you could
1: argue that he's literally the only player we've got who's actually shown an upward improvement over the course of a season.
0: It's, he's phasing out the mistakes a little bit. So we might be able to Still, sell him. Maybe,
1: <laughs> Rather maybe,
0: maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's get him some confidence back and try and sell him. That's a thought. Um Charlie asks, Is O'Neill being told not to play a table and, and die so we can sell them? What a disgrace of so yeah, going back to the starting eleven thing, I'm sorry, Badu and Dai and a table are our best players. <laughs> you how why are we not playing our best players at the moment? They're, I what?
1: <laughs> our slow, slow, slow midfield. Um with with uh, expected Kilns put something up with some stats on this, I believe this afternoon oh, no. I think I saw and basically it, it said what your eyes would think if your eyes had little tiny brains um, basically Etebo and and I are our best midfielders and our midfield other than them is shit and the solution to mm. some of our problems if we're playing the weird 4-3-3 that we've all come to know and love over the last couple of years um, is to play them and not the other ones so much.
0: I I yeah, I just don't I don't understand it. Um the midfield uh, was just it was really wonky looking uh, in the in that three. Um yeah. it was slightly better when Klukas played as an attacking midfielder, but again, Klukas isn't isn't Bradley Dak. He's not he's not that creative a hub. He's he's effective. Uh but God, how much more effective could he be with Badu and Data with him rather than Bless him, Joe Allen, and bless him, Ryan Woods. Oh, um,
1: yeah. We've seen by those games that they played and Clue scored goals in, I guess, and was effective. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. Um, Rocky asks, if Joe Allen was man of the match, how shit were the rest? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: That was quite a groan. Um, and Ben asks, uh, when we get Vale in the cup, how much do you think we'll lose by, also, have you ever seen a Chinese man eating a Twix? Um, no to the latter. But, um, I, the, yeah, the FA Cup draw on Monday, by the time you listen to this, it may have already happened. I do not want the veil in the slightest. Get it, no, just get that <laughs> thought out of my head. Particularly away as well after well, uh, that's Well, that's time. the
1: thing. When you say how many will we lose by, what is a real measurement of victory in a football match? It's how many sinks you can smash up, isn't it? So, actually, you know, we might do all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think smashing travels travels well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I, I FA Cup. I mean, I, I love the FA Cup. It's my favourite thing, in you know f- domestic football competition mm-hmm. context. Uh, and, but I'm just dreading this because I don't think there's a single draw that will make <laughs> me happy. Uh, obviously, don't want a Premier League team because we'll get battered. Don't want a Championship team because we'll lose. Uh, home to a rubbish team. I'm not sure we'd win, and even mm-hmm. even if we've got the lowest ranked team at home and we scrape a one nil, I think that would be pretty dismal in front of five thousand people who turn up. Um, away to any League One or League Two team will lose, so it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just a case of how much we lose by and how humiliating we are. We want a nice, uh, low key, one nil defeat at Leeds, which will be forgotten in the highlights programs. It's, my my nightmare is the FA Cup highlights lead with, and there was dramatic news at um, Dog and Part Two Jeff C today, <laughs> as as former Premier League side Stoke City,
1: <laughs>
0: and they'll treat it as a shock. Yeah, yeah But just just it. footage of uh, Barry from the Dog and Duck, you know, waltzing past Bruno Martins Indi and sliding it through Jack Butland's legs. Yeah. as as Tom in- you know tries to jog back after it
1: um <laughs> and joe yes, Allen do stood not on want. the center circle pointing <laughs>
0: uh do not want <laughs> uh. yeah oh dear uh john Farrer, why do we always end up in the same place with whatever decision the club makes is relegation inevitable without a major clear out at whatever cost yeah uh yeah <laughs> yeah um
1: I've, I've there, read this, this, this clear, and
0: yeah. This, this clear out thing's uh, going to be interesting um, mm. I don't know who will go I don't know how many uh, will go it's going to be a interesting transfer window because it's, it's just going to be uh, chucking water overboard in the Titanic we've got little <laughs> buckets and we're just
1: trying to shift
0: uh, the murky waters of Jordan Cousins overboard <laughs> it's not even
1: water and, we're chucking like bottles of champagne off just to reduce the weight in the hope that'll help that oh we're God, on imagine fire imagine if we thinking. sell
0: imagine if we sell Badu and a table exactly and then that's there's it there's your giant like, oh.
1: Jeroboams of football excellence straight over the side we won't even sell them we'll loan them out for nothing Yeah. again and then just keep doing that until our contracts run out I think that's is Kevin, v- is Kevin Vimmer still on our books <laughs> yeah, I think he is Fuck me hey.
0: This is why skulls needs to get. I'm sorry I'm really pissed off now What the actual Fucking fuck is that <laughs> Kevin Vimmer's still On our books And we're bottom Of the cha- we're 23rd in the championship This is This is a f- Absolute Footballing scandal That's been allowed To happen gradually I'm so annoyed, Tony, I'm so annoyed. Who
1: signed Vimmer? Wasn't that part of the athletic thing that the scouting team had nothing to do with it and we're all shrugging and looking at each other? Yeah, no no,
0: no one takes any responsibility for it because we're just utter incompetent buffoons at that level and then it it turns out incompetent buffoons attract incompetent buffoons.
1: (laughs) And then send them off to Belgium or wherever he is now.
0: It, oh. it's just a fucking chimp, chimp's tea party over there <laughs> and it, I'm so, oh, oh god I,
1: I don't mean to laugh 18 at
0: million pounds oh the, and that's just him that's just one of the fuckers <laughs> I was going to say that's what we paid there's 20 others that's what we they paid just for Palacios shit. and we got a Peter uh, Crouch football. with it. and we've got Vokes and uh, oh. you know just all just those just lone who are shit look at the team and sheet
1: I just... Oh, God. There's... 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 there's. What was it? I can't remember the exact phrasing of the question, but I think the answer is there, there is no hope um, for anything good ever again.
0: Is it a ploy by the club to finally, uh, you know, saw off the barnacle that is this podcast? <laughs> to just try and make us so utterly miserable that we give up criticising them on a weekly basis? Because... I gather some of them do listen. Hiya. Um, It's. Oh, fuck me. I'm I'm really pissed off and also bored at the same time. I've never been able to merge these two emotions of anger and boredom into one thing yet until Stoke. (laughs) Just. Can we. This is. Oh, sh- oh, fuck's sake!
1: I think- Vimmer. <laughs> I'm trying to look up. Oh, Bauer, We've still got Bauer as well, haven't we? <laughs> oh, fuck your <laughs> sake! Oh, fuck. Um, oh. Josh Tyman's do. Oh no, he's not playing anymore, is he? Out there. Oh. Oh. Uh, but he's a left back, so maybe that's a good thing. Harry is a Tory, so. <laughs> That's that's yeah. turned bad. But he's at Fleetwood, so possibly that's just that place. He'll be being above us yeah. next season. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Dom Smith asks Given the size of the squad, should we stop O'Neill from bringing in anyone in in January? Giving the task of getting rid of as many players as possible. Yeah. The thought of growing the squad to still end up going down is even more depressing.
1: Well, that's what we've done every transfer window since we came down, it's just buy five more strikers who will then turn yeah. up to shit. Um, I think there's an argument for saying actually don't get anyone in, also don't let anyone leave, make them fucking stay make it like, you've made this bed, lie in it, you shits and although we will go down they'll just have to put up with being at Stoke for another year and fucking hell, if we deserve it they do
0: yeah, what was the do do you know the attendance against Blackburn because it was uh, way too much uh, Blackburn didn't bring many. I think it was twenty-two
1: thousand um, off the top of my bloody head. Bloody hell! I called it well. I, I know it wasn't because I like season tickets. Saw and, it. Like I know people with season tickets who definitely weren't there. So,
0: well, even so, with that official attendance of twenty-two thousand, even say if it was nineteen to really low bottle it, that's way more than these fuckers deserve. Ooh. Jesus, and you've got Uniter, bless them, in the corner with like a new banner every week, and we we make we make a you know decent bit of racket when the when the you know the momentum swings our way in a game, and it's just so galling knowing that we we're, we're kind of wasting our time and money, bothering to g these fuckers up, um, it's.
1: Oh. They're not the best, are they? No. Um
0: I one of my uh, notes for the episode was the Stoke attitude. How has self hatred become our resting pulse? <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is just the opposite of what uh Pulis was about. Well, the the good Pulis times anyway. It was it was about right, we're more than the sum of our parts, we're scrappy we will uh use every resource at our disposal we 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 will get the most out of uh limited players and yeah. despite the fact everyone else hates us we will love ourselves because we're defying everyone else now it's yeah. just we don't give a shit fans are angry slash bored to tears slash outright apathetic at the utter dross being turned up. We're not more than the sum of the pots. Financially we're just spaffing money up the wall uh, trying to trying to sort a problem that goes way beyond individual players and goes way beyond being able to fix it in like a normal football manager kind of way. It's uh, like Nathan Nathan Jones we just kind of drew to drove to insanity <laughs> and you know yes he deserved to be sacked so did Rowett uh, I can't stand this Rowett revision, revisionism by the way yeah. it was also shit under him yeah but it, it but what recent events are proving more and more is that it's not just the manager it's endemic it's like part of the fabric if you Dug up the Britannia Stadium, or the the Bet five six three two Stadium, or whatever yes. it is. You ground. It's probably an ancient Indian burial ground, but of um, you know, ancient Indians who were you know really really boring and shit at their jobs.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how they died and ended up being underneath a harvester. Yes. I don't know, like. Did did I, I wonder if. It's very accuracy. It's like we flew too close to the sun. Like being good just sat quite uneasily with us. I think. Or like when we went up, like mm. you said, we we revelled in the fact we were shit, but we were still beating teams, which was great. Yeah. And then post Hughes or towards the end of Hughes and onwards, it's like we we we've turned on ourselves and we're demanding every player be world class. Like we we used to get people used to get on John Walters back a bit for not being. Dennis Bergkamp, but then we signed some actual world-class players, who yeah. we then criticised as well for not being perfect in every game. And yeah. now they've gone. We're still holding the remaining turds to those standards. But well, I don't think. So I'm I kind don't, of saying it's Shakiri's fault. But <laughs> it's uh, at the same time. It's like we need to embrace like. As a club, we need to accept that we're shit and actually we need to try rather than just assuming, oh, well, I played for Liverpool. Oh, I played for Liverpool as well. Oh, excellent. We'll probably beat these uh, uh, Wigan, is it? And, and then roll over and be shit because they're actually trying. Yeah, I, like, Everyone's trying hard against us and we're shit. I, so we need to try.
0: I would slightly disagree insofar as, um, yes, there's the whole if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor of it all, uh, which is... <laughs> Uh, God, to go from on out of Shakiri Shaqiri to ints and ints oh. in the space of uh, <laughs> two to three years is very, very hard to take. But I don't even think we're holding, the, uh, from the fans' point of view, anyway, I don't yeah. think we're holding the current team to anywhere near that standard anymore. I think we're holding them to the standard of a base-level championship team, if that. We're holding yeah. them to a standard of Right, at least look like you're trying, please. For the love of God, yeah. we're playing Cardiff and Blackburn, who aren't that good. Please, at least look as good as them, if we can. Yeah, and I mean,
1: we played Barnsley and Wigan, and they were both shit. Yeah, and we're just a little bit better than that. Yeah, so we won, and now we're playing other teams who are better than those two, and we're not winning because we're not very good. Yeah, but also we're not doing that that basic. I mean, all, half these players we signed for massive fees. We signed because they had proven themselves to be really good in this division. Mm. So, what what we do to them when we cross the, when they cross the threshold and come to Stoke, I oh, fuck knows. But yeah, it is. Some of it seems to be motivation, and that surely should be the manager. But then, how, how many managers can we go through who can't get European champion? chip star Joe Allen to resemble a competent midfielder or Tommins who's done sort of reasonably well at every championship club he's been until he tried to step up to the Prem, he's always been alright at this level. Yeah. It's just when he's at us, he's all his worst traits come out. And even oh fuck it I was gonna say Berahino again because oh mm. fucking hell. But he was at one point really good at football. Admittedly he he went shit before he came to us but ugh, I just ugh, ugh. Yeah. uh yeah we've we've come back to we've we've already covered this haven't we
0: We come back to the exasperated noises section of the podcast as well. Yeah. Um yes there is that. Um I suppose in the entr- in the interest of trying to hope which is always where we go wrong. Um, Dangerous. Yes. Um, the kind of what's what's your plan of action for trying to keep us in the division? Um, <laughs> I, I would say first of all, play players in the correct positions, um, which O'Neill started to do uh, by playing James McLean as a winger rather than a left back, um, but then kind of balls up by playing Carter Vickers at right back and yeah. folks up front. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so there's that as a start. Bring Badu back. I mean, sorry, there's just no excuse yep. not to play our best player. Drop Vokes, drop hints, yep. play Jufe and Gregory instead. Yep. Because Gregory, for all his faults, particularly in front of goal, Gregory can at least run. Gregory can at least try. Okay? Play it, play three yeah. players up front who will try for you. Whether that's Jufe, Ints uh Ints, sorry. Uh Jufe, McLean and Gregory, <laughs> or it's and Goy campbell Villinden after January. Maybe,
1: maybe that's how it keeps happening. Maybe he keeps meaning to write somebody else and just says ins And then he's like, oh, I've submitted the team sheet. Uh, oh, fuck, what? <laughs> oh, well, who wrote Ints? I wrote ins I didn't write in. Did you write in? No, I I wrote... Oh, man, I wrote ins It was too late now. Or, or maybe he's just saying, right,
0: hit, hit, here's the uh, team sheet, Tom. Can you take it to the referee? And Tom's just, <laughs> just crossing out people's yes, names, writing Ince. Yes, boss. Um... Yeah, so play players in the correct position, bring Badu back, um, f- fucking go route one if we have to. We're, 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 beggars can't be choosers at, at this stage. Or at least play to the strengths of the players you have on the pitch, which um, um, admittedly there aren't many, but <laughs> try, try and get some crosses in. Maybe go 4-4-2 if we have to go really, really basic with it. Fine. And hope Ryan Shawcross comes back and saves us.
1: Uh, Playing up front? Yeah. Could happen. Um, get the back. He scores. It's, nearly, he scores it's basically Christmas now, so it's nearly January. So, I mean, for Linden, we, we're definitely getting Valinden back. That's happening, isn't it? Mm. I um, mean, you obviously, if, if he's not going to play, him, then they're better off staying where they are, but Valinden's the obvious one. We, we lack pace and creativity as much as anybody has ever liked anything. So I don't know if he's actually fast, but he's young and he wears those big shorts like Arnie used to. So that's probably the same thing. Um, same with Ngoy, although Dicko apparently hates him. Bit weird.
0: Yeah. Um, there is a sense of like, uh, when this podcast gets a bit uh, ranty and agitated, like uh, we might win a couple of weeks later and they'll be like, oh, what what, we, what you what were you worried about, and what was all the fuss about? Yeah, and um, you know we de- we're definitely fickle. I mean, listen to the post Barnsley and the post uh, Fulham episodes, and you know you know we're we're absolutely hoop because we've mm. uh, tricked ourselves into believing that uh, you know good times c- can be here because because a, a first of all that's the point of football. You know, if we if we yeah. if we hadn't have enjoyed those games, then there wouldn't be any point in us following football, but. I get the sense, like, say Michael O'Neill does all that, we stay up and, you know, even reach the lofty heights of mid-table in the Championship. That would still be a fucking embarrassing season. You go through two managers, finish mid-table with the squad we've got, is still embarrassing. But, the frankly, the situation we're in right now is a hell of a lot worse than embarrassing. It's, you know, like... borderline club threatening if you know financial fair play starts to kick in this is really serious stuff and we're not we're not showing any signs of turning the boat around we're just sinking without trace and we can't it's like eventually the more you sink you you hit the bottom of the ocean at some point and then the boat breaks and then Leonardo DiCaprio started in a film about it. Um <laughs> so sack everyone. Uh try turning it yeah. off and on again. All of it Oh rah. you go in Hull on Saturday?
1: No I nah. I'm go to a wedding. No. I
0: I love away games. I'd love to go to Hull, but to be honest, don't want to spend all that time and money watching Jared Bowen take us to school. No, not really. Um, uh, Here's a question, Tony. Uh, More Your Street. As it's nearly Christmas, what is your favourite Christmas song from Alex Ward?
1: Oh. um, well, I don't know where to start. I mean, I have a a lovely Bing Crosby Christmas CD, which is amazing, where he just sings a load of Christmas songs. And that's that's my favourite album of Christmas songs. Nice. Um, I think going by what's usually stuck in my head for probably 12 months of a year i'd say my top three would be white christmas obviously uh little drummer boy obviously nice. the crosby bowie one um and mr hanky the christmas poo <laughs> off south park which has been stuck in my head since about christmas 1999 where i bought that album i'm not proud but uh, yeah
0: that's lovely that's lovely um Yes. Uh, Speaking of lovely, uh, if you want to uh, soften the blow of another Stoke Defeat, beer52.com forward slash wizards. Uh, I've had conversations with the guys at Beer 52 and uh, apparently there's a couple of extra cans in it. If you sign up uh, with beer52.com forward slash wizards and sign up for a free case of craft beer from the world's biggest craft beer discovery club, you'll be helping out the podcast and you'll be getting some lovely beers as well. So, Uh, very much consider that and also consider patreon.com forward slash wizards of drivel to support the podcast Uh, I've had some ideas about what we can do with that uh, Tony I'll speak to you about that uh, later but uh, hoping to put out more content over the Christmas period as a nice little gift for our patrons Um, so yes that would be lovely uh,
1: that did sound a
0: bit like a threat. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> In fact, have more content. P- if you pay more money, we will put out less content. How about that? Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah. I've, enjoy- I've enjoyed the- this little vent, Tony, but I think it's time to uh, wrap it up because otherwise I will get quite depressed indeed.
1: Lovely. Well, thanks for having me. I've missed you terribly.
0: Yes. I know I've missed me too. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to say go on Stoke because I you know, you know, I'm just feeling very bitter and hurt at the moment. So
1: I I I, I dropped a monstoke uh, a few weeks ago and then we won.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, this none of none of it works. Nothing really yeah. matters. Um <laughs> okay. Uh goodbye Tony. Uh cheers. Thank you for listening. Soccer